Hello, welcome to Magic and Mayhem Podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Johnston, and today we are so lucky because we have not only one Johnston man here, but we have two Johnston men here. Hi, Jake. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. Hi, Zach. Happy to be here. I'm happy you're back. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, the whole family's together. (laughs) This is the first time we're all recording together. Yes, it is. It'll be a fun time. This will be way fun. So we got home from Disney World about six weeks ago, and we haven't done any recapping on that trip. You haven't done a trip recap either? No. Oh, wow. But I thought it was funny when we got home from Walt Disney World, we all decided we needed to lose some weight. That did happen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, there is good food there. I know. All that good food. Yeah, I I was like, I think I'm going to go on Weight Watchers. I was looking at all these photos. I'm like, I am so fat. Oh, my God. <laughs> well. <laughs> I didn't perceive you as being so fat, but I understand the feeling when you've just had enough. You, like, reach that max, and you're like, I can't do it anymore. I need a change. Yeah. <laughs> well, you look great. We've both Thanks. lost some weight. Jake, he's he's a slender. He's a slender yeah. fit man. He I, doesn't really need to lose weight. I lost weight. a little bit. You did. You kind of did it more to get back on track for healthy eating. Yeah, I think I've lost like two or three pounds. Yeah, yeah. and you've gotten your workouts yeah. back on, so that's good. Yeah, you know. yeah. I've dropped 20 since I left Disney. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really good. It feels good. Yeah. feels more healthy. I think when you're there at Disney, well, we went to Disney World, and when you're in the parks and you walk like 15, 17,000 steps a day, you kind of just think, I can eat and drink whatever I want. Which I think is good for vacation, you know, just, you know, enjoy yourself and not worry too much about what you're eating. Yeah. But I think for me, that's the mental part of it. It's like, oh, I know I'm going to walk this, these 595 calories that I just had one baby snack of. (laughs) I'm just going to walk it off. Yeah. I mean, you don't feel guilty (laughs) at all. (laughs) No, not at all. I mean, just go ahead. Have that extra snack. (laughs) Have that churro. Have that. Little bit of popcorn. Popcorn, yeah, that's my little thing. I actually got only got one thing of popcorn this time, but it was worth it. So one of the things, obviously, that we love about Disney parks, and we've talked a lot about it in our past episodes, is food. Yeah, Um, food's our favorite. Do you think it's our favorite? (laughs) Food's good. It's high up there on the list. (laughs) We certainly focus a lot on food and dining, and you know, well, yeah, a lot of our trips are planned around. Yeah, absolutely. Like when I when I'm when we are planning our trip, food and dining is really what the whole rest of the experience revolves around. Well, and you know, like sixty days before we go, you'll get texts in the middle of the morning, like real early. Hey, we're full on this time. We can't book another one. You gotta you gotta book this one. Get on (laughs) right. That does happen. Yeah, and they make it worse like at Disney World because you can add people onto your res well, it's good and bad. You can add people onto your reservation and then they can see the dining plans in their app. But then it precludes them from being able to book something for the same time. Right, because at Disneyland they're not they don't connect together the people right so that um we can have a reservation at the exact same time and the reservation system doesn't know about it but i like it to be (laughs) able to be linked because then if like all four of us are on like a you know we're planning for a a for you know reservation for all of us then you can see it if you guys aren't with us then you can be you know out in the park and be like oh we got to meet my parents at 
right. five o'clock or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're like, when's dinner? What? Are, where are we going? Right. Well, you know, and our family calls it Disney Disney. Yeah, we got to have the Disney Disney. Disney Disney, which is mainly meal planning. Yeah, well, it is. Well, and, you know, <laughs> we recognize that we're hoarders. We are actual <laughs> reservation hoarders. Right. That's a thing. We stack them up. We have tons of them. And then we start, you know, as we get close to the trip, we do drop them for good karma reasons. Right. But, you know, the conversations before the trip are go, okay, so we have, this is all one at, at one restaurant. We have a 1220 for two, a 1230 for two, a one for four, a two for four. <laughs> yeah. What do we want to keep here? Like we this, do. <laughs> it gets real. We do. We're like, okay, we're going to go on this on our own. And then. You know, Zach and Laurel can do their thing on their own. And then, so we have, oh, but what if they want to go? Well, you get a four top and we'll all get the two top. It is kind of, it really, <laughs> it really has gotten out of hand. I mean, I kind of blame it on Disney for making the, the opportunity to dine in their restaurants feel scarce. Like by putting out that you can make dining reservations 60 days in advance. Like really, how do you know what you're going to feel like? Well, yeah. And I like, don't know. They've kind of created a monster and we've just <laughs> bought right into it. Well, but we have to plan our days at each park before the 60 day deadline. I know. So, and that's, I think that's something that's a tip right there. Boom. But I actually really like it because then, you know, Laurel and I can sit uh, on the couch a month or two ahead of time and look at the calendar and be like, oh, like. What do you think? Like on on this day, we're going to wake up at Epcot. We'll meet them for lunch at La Hacienda de San Angel and we'll have four hours, you know, to do whatever we want. And because we've put so much time planning 60 days in advance, personally, lets me relax more because I don't have to like improvise and like rush to dining because I see a lot of families running around like not knowing what their next meal is going to be. Yeah, but you know, that 60 day, I consider that a rope drop. Yeah, it kind of is. It's a Disney rope drop. Oh, God. I mean, you're not sitting in a park waiting to go in, but we're sitting at home right when those reservations come available. I know, and it's kind of like you just rely on information that you get online, and it's usually like this two-hour window that they say the reservations drop. I yeah. I feel like we set our alarm alarm for like 3 30 a.m well but then, really yeah yeah we do and then also remember that well depending on if it's walt disney world or disneyland yeah. because the time zones oh so you want to be like different. available at 5 36 in the right morning. and for their time their so time. like yeah it's funny because even though they'll come out with a time right um some restaurants don't drop their reservations till later on that day or even the next day like for instance ogas Ogos, all of a sudden, it'll be five in the afternoon and boom, 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 boom. All of a sudden, a bunch of mouse watchers will hit. Yeah, so we we use this online service. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about it a little bit. So maybe some of the listeners have heard us talk about it. But it's called Mouse Watcher. And you can use it on a like a reserve or a, a subscription based. Or you can just turn it on for like the month or maybe even just the week of your trip. Mm-hmm. And... You tell it like five up to five different restaurants that you want reservations for and days, and then it will push you alerts when they become available. And then it links you right into, I don't know how it does it, but right into the Disney World site or the Disneyland site, and you can just book the reservation right then. Yeah, the Mouse Watcher is a, a great tool that you can use out there. And I think, and that's when we see these pushes come through. Um, and that's why we know Oga's is a little strange because Oga's always, they just hit like later on during the day. Well, in the Mouse Watcher app, it's not that much, 
money, like if you were just using it to get hard to hard to get reservations, isn't that truly worth 20 bucks to make sure that you and your family have the special reservations for this $15,000 trip that you're going to take? It's a one-time payment of $20? Yeah, you can just turn it on for like a month. Isn't it? It's like 20 bucks a month? It's 20 bucks a month or something like that. Well, yeah, or maybe that, It's not much. I mean, it's not can, more than 20. But you right. can turn it on for just one month if you want. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But it also enables your hoarding, right? Because that's how you're right. like... <laughs> that's how we're like, oh, by the way, um, we picked up another five reservations. Yeah. <laughs> right, so then we need to get together, you know, a couple weeks before... So there's stages to this thing because we 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 get an idea about 90 days in before our trip about where we want to eat and what we kind of want to do. Then 60 days we start getting those reservations, and then about a month or so ahead we start whittling away those reservations. Right, and we, we can have plan. And the nice thing about Watch Mouse Watcher is it allows um, the ability to change your plans a little bit. So let's say right. we're like, well. Let's say, well, we want to redo the itinerary and the agenda, and we want to go to Hollywood Studios instead of, you know, Animal Kingdom that day. Then we can turn on the mouse watcher for things that we might want at a different park. As soon as we get the reservation, start releasing the reservations at the other park and make your make your change so you know you're not sacrificing good dining. So speaking of sacrificing good dining, we're going to kind of – uh, review the places that we did go, but there was a few that we didn't go to. One of them specifically I really wanted to hit up was Topolino's, which is over at the Riviera Resort. And we had a dinner reservation, but the huge thunderstorm that came through kind of ruined our plans because we were going to pick up the Skyliner and head over there from the boardwalk. Mm. And then it just became too daunting to yeah. get to the Riviera. And it, it would just be an Uber ride, but I thought, I don't, I just can't deal. Yeah, I don't blame you. Well, that's the nice thing about that two-hour window change that they came, you know, makes yeah, it nice. that's seriously super nice. Does Disneyland have that yet, the two-hour window? Not to my knowledge, but I haven't been in a while. I haven't been since January, so. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a really nice feature. But they're always behind to change things over at Disneyland, even though it's a better park, better place, better resort. <laughs> well... <laughs> It's been a whole five months since we've been to Disneyland. Well, <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. <laughs> well, I know we're all pining just to go, but um, let's so let's do a breakdown. Let's review the restaurants that we we're just going to review right now. Table service restaurants, right? Just the table service restaurants that we ate at on this particular trip. Okay, cool. Right. So we're going to break it down. We're going to give it a rating as we work through these. We can rate them before or after or during. The course of the conversation about each one of them, magic, mayhem, or maybe not. And mm-hmm. obviously, listeners, these are all just subjective opinions on anecdotal evidence from our own lives. Well, Don't and, take it too seriously. And you can go one time to a restaurant and have a fantastic experience and go the next time and not. Exactly. That, how, that happened to me this time. Right. It, it can happen. You know, back of house, front of house can be off. Yeah. You know, bofo. Right. <laughs> Bofo. Bofo. So if... uh, if Bofo, fo, show. (laughs) So before we get going, if anybody else listening out there has any magic or mayhem stories that you would like to share or that you would like us to share, um, hit us up either via email at magicandmayhempod at gmail.com or on Facebook and Instagram at magicandmayhempodcast. And we'd be happy to hear about your magic, mayhem, or maybe not moments. That's right. We'd love to share them. 
some of the examples of things you might be thinking of, transportation fails, your drink around the world stories, maybe you got injured at the park and had to get first aid. We call that an injury timeout. Hopefully you were able to get back in the game of Disney. But anything really, anything funny, unique, magic mayhem, we'd love to love to hear it. So all right, let's get on with it. So where we ate. Well, we started out, the first place we ate was the Hollywood Brown Derby. Yep, uh, at Hollywood Studios. It's a beautiful restaurant. It really is. It's a fun restaurant. It's got a good atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's good. So we had we had a little bit of a mixed experience at this restaurant. The funny thing was that we didn't know we had a mixed experience while we I were know. there. Well, there were so many good things about it, you know, like... Uh, so you, but you all really enjoyed your food. Yeah, we did. Like we shared the crab Louie and it was delicious. I just thought all the components were amazing. And then I had like a tomato and burrata salad for my entree. It's an appetizer, but I was like not complaining at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the rolls with the salted butter. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is. Oh good. yeah. They have. And you know, I've, I've not been disappointed there. And I'll come back to what I ate, but why don't you talk about you and Laurel over there, Zach? Well, I mean, the whole thing started out <laughs> great because it was one of the only restaurants that we have ever been to in our lives where they brought out rolls for an appetizer, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you're gluten-free? Let me bring you some gluten-free rolls because yeah. the roll's gluten-free. You know, that just set the tone for the whole thing. It did, and they looked like good rolls. Yeah, Laurel said they were they were great, yeah. you know? They weren't just like those creepy, like... Real hard ones yeah. that they try to pass off as gluten-free. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that are just pucks of yeah. <laughs> whatever flour they could find that day. No, they were they were awesome. Um, but, you know, always a good tip when you're eating at any restaurant, Disney or not, is read the menu. Mm-hmm. I ordered a shepherd's pie that was vegan. It was made out of lentils, and that was... It was terribly disappointing. I, but I you didn't f- know it was vegan when you ordered it. No, because I didn't read the <laughs> menu. <laughs> I could feel the disappointment. <laughs> When the guy set the plate down and said, the vegan shepherd's pie I know, and you're made like, of oh. lentils. It was like he knew that you didn't know. <laughs> and I was so looking forward to like gravy and meat and all the things. I, I think he should have warned you. Yeah, he really actually should have. But I like ordered it so confidently, you know. I don't think he took you for a vegan. No, but you know what? I started out the day with a, or, you know, the trip with a really healthy meal. You did, because that was our first meal. Like, we had just arrived there and met there mm-hmm. at Walt Disney World. And that was our first. We had went to Hollywood Studios in the afternoon, really we, kind we, of in the yeah, evening. These guys flew in. And then yeah, we, mm-hmm. like, did a couple things. And then we went to the Brown Derby. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was great. With and our then, and then 60 Laurel, day advanced reservation. Laurel seemed made. so happy over there. She seemed like she was just <laughs> had the greatest little food. <laughs> Everything seemed to go splendidly. Yeah, and she came out afterward, and she's like, "I think that squid was spoiled." <laughs> yeah, and we're like, "Why did you eat it?" <laughs> she's like, "I didn't. The rest was okay." Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, so spoiled squid. She's like, I wouldn't have served that to my customers. Yeah. No, and it was supposed to be a chia pino, and it was just this gross, like, like blob of seafood. It didn't even have a broth. Yeah. Yeah, her dish was a little unfortunate. She was, we, Laurel and I were a little disappointed overall, but, you know, we ended up eating a little bit of your Louie, and it was, it was pretty delicious. Yeah, and, you know, chia pino is hard to stick, but you would think the brown derby would get it right. 
you know. Um, I never trust a Chiapino anymore. I got food poisoning really I know, bad you know. one time. Yeah, that's what you said. You're like, I don't know about this. No way. Well, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna leave this round over on a positive note. All right, do it. I had the fillet again. Absolutely amazing. They make a great steak there. You know, the, the first time I ate there, I had the fillet with the Oscar, which is a Walt's favorite. Yeah, and is that like the crab with the hollandaise? Yes. Mm, that's and a lot. That's rich. So if you have, if rich. you go into some of these Walt Disney is World it restaurants. a Louis, you said? No. What Oscar. is it called? An Oscar. Yeah. And Walt has very, you know, he has very rich tastes, obviously. he His food that he loves. Like, for instance, I had his favorite at the Tam O'Shanter, and it was the um, Eggs Benedict. With like brisket or something, and it was really good and delicious and rich. But obviously, he ate really rich, delicious food. Mm, yeah. But the fillet there at Brown Derby, leave it, leaving it, fantastic fillet. If you're going there, you can't go wrong. So, what's your rating for this dining experience? I'm giving it a magic. I loved it. I loved it too. I'm a big magic, but I'm you know, I mean, a great fillet. I think Laura and I would agree it was a magical experience for us as well. Yeah. You know, gluten-free bread and y'all, and it was really fun to watch y'all fawn over your food as we, yeah, we as were we, so happy as we got our through food. ours. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks Brown Derby. Thanks Brown Derby. Next, we went to the sci-fi diner or sci-fi dine-in theater at the Hollywood studios. Yeah. We did that the next day. Yeah. For lunch. For lunch. I want your impression of it. Man. Well, when you walk in, it's like you, you get taken in and it's like you're behind an old drive-in theater it's like kind of these nondescript wood panels and they take you through this weird skinny little hallway and then you round a corner and you walk into this drive-in theater it's very dark with you know um uh, fiber optic lights for the stars and um there is an old-timey projector projecting black and white sci-fi uh content and a bunch of cars where you can eat facing the screen it's fabulous it's it was so magical to spoil my rating we it was just like the ambiance <laughs> was amazing and there, there was just a it was a fantastic vibe it was cool air conditioned agreed terrific it's, it's just fantastic it's good the, the atmosphere is one of the coolest places to go eat you're gonna have just a burger yeah it's just a burger it's just a burger but it really is like a, a decent burger. It's a good burger. Decent I, burger, yeah. different, decent fries. It's, yeah, they have yeah. shakes. Did you guys get shakes? No. No, we're not really shake type people. We didn't get shakes. Either. We don't shake it like. A but you picture. can get those. We do shake it like. A oh, we picture. do, but not not the drink, not the ice cream drink. No, but I I, I mean I love you guys and I we have great conversation during dinner and stuff. But it's so nice not to talk to my family. Just, you know, it you just, just have to sit and be quiet. You're just sitting there watching watch your movie. the movies, yeah. the little movie clips. That's yeah. your big job. You know, and, you know, it's just it, a, the it's quiet fun. game. And, and, you know, dad, pull your move, you know, give a little yawn, stretch the arm over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's old school. Yeah, Get a little old, closer. Yeah, you can always pull the move. <laughs> That's a good one to do at, at the sci-fi the diner. sci-fi diner. While yeah. you're waiting for your food. I, I, th- I give it a magic. Uh, it gets a lot of hate, I think, out on the, the interwebs. Why? I have no idea. Maybe people don't like the quiet game. Well, you know, I mean, I can see, yeah, like if yeah, if you're gonna, if you want an interpersonal relationship dinner or meal, it's not it, right? If you want something outstanding, spectacular gastronomy, it's not it. No, it's not it. But if you these aren't gourmet burgers, no, they're just no. they're they're not burgers. super. Yeah, you just go in there, you can have a good burger and fantastic atmosphere. Well, it's an really attraction, cool. really. Yeah. 
It is. You're right. Yeah. yeah. It's an attraction. And I don't remember the pricing so, being like outrageous compared to other pricing at Disney. It's it's still Disney dining, so it's expensive, but yeah, but it's yeah. I don't I think it's lower than some of the other ones. So I'm gonna I'm going I know Zach already threw it out there, magic. I'm I'm always a magic there. It's a it's a it's a staple for us. We love to we love to go there. Yeah. And it's a hard reservation to get too. That's so, one you might want your mouse your mouse watcher going. That's worth Definitely. twenty bucks, right? right? I think so. Just to get in there. Yep, it's a mouse watcher one, and or the sixty day window. That is one that we hit like right away. Right. I guess so. A good take home for anyone who might be listening to this for anything rather than just like entertainment value. If you want some advice, hot tip: if you have really small children that need help, it might not be the most yeah, fun place. I agree with that. Maybe if your kid's a little bit older, like at least. Like late elementary. Well, if they can sit in a car seat and eat their burger without your help. Yeah, without too much hands-on assistance. Because that might be a big bummer if you went with like a Mm three-year-old. And a crying baby in that place would really ruin the atmosphere. (laughs) (laughs) We love babies, but we just don't love crying babies. All right, Les, what's your rating? Oh, I already rated it. It's magic. Okay. Yeah. So that was a lot of Hollywood Studios. Yeah, that was good. Then we uh, we jumped on over to the World Showcase, and we dined in the Mexico Pavilion. Now, yeah. why are they all named the same? San Angel. Which one did we eat at? La Hacienda. La Hacienda de San Angel, mm-hmm. which is the one that's on the lagoon side. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's across the sidewalk from the actual yeah, you, you with a view yes. of the lake. Yeah, and it's actually, I, I enjoy that place. I thought it was, this is our first time we've eaten there. Yeah. And we had a great time. I, I rate that as my top, like, just tasting meal. Um, I thought it was fantastic. I had the um, alambre de res, which is kind of a beef dish. Oh, because you had to get a redo because you got I think lentils. I was like, I want meat. <laughs> yeah. Was this the same day? Did we do sci-fi and then? This? I think we did Santa now for dinner. The same day? I think I can't it was. Remember. Yeah. can't remember. Well, I think I, it was. I think the food was great. The waiter was fantastic. He was really knowledgeable. He was good. Yeah, it has its downside. It Which took was? a long time for us to eat. It was a really slow dining situation. Yeah. I think so, our guy was super attentive, and then he had a break or something. Well, and, th- and think of it like if you were paying for a day in the park. And you don't want to burn your day. Well, I was annoyed. I didn't want to burn my whole day there. No. So that is just that's to point that out. That that is an, a negative part. That if you don't want to burn a longer meal, sit down time. It's. it's I think maybe it was when just you an think off. About. I think it was just an off like situation for the server. I think there was like maybe. a break or there was something he had to manage. But well, yeah. I mean, anyway. I think the food was fantastic. Right. Um, so one of the problems I had was very personal. We were going on Cosmic Rewind within an hour after getting done with this dining reservation. And I was so nervous about that ride because I had never been on it before. And I was kind of freaking out and giving myself anxiety (laughs) that I didn't want to eat something that was going to make me too full. Like, cause I was afraid of like barfing even though i'm not a barfer i don't know why i had this in my mind i just had no idea what we were getting ourselves into <laughs> you had well, nervous belly the whole time i did and so i felt like i couldn't enjoy the restaurant and i ordered some stupid appetizer like a tostada shrimp thing and it was a real miss 
<laughs> well, are you going to blame that on the Red's restaurant's no, magic? No, I said it was a personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> but but dang, did you enjoy that queso though? Oh yeah, I have a note about that actually. Chips and salsa and queso. Mm, queso's they delicious. were delicious. Yeah, and the view was great. Watch out for onions at this place. If you're really having an issue with onions, be careful with onions at this place. All right, so I'm just going to give it, I need a revisit. Okay. That's that's <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> well, then the next one, sticking with Epcot, Space 220. This, is the, this isn't the first time we've been there, but this is the first time Zach and Laurel have been there. Um, so what do you think? Well, again, it was in a whole attraction. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's in the corner of the of Epcot uh, with Mission Space. Oh yeah, you know, and Cosmic Rewind, so it's very space themed. And you get on a space elevator, which is one of my father's favorite concepts in the whole world. I do like that concept, the space elevator. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. And you go and you you know and they and cast members are great with the immersion and they have um you can literally watch yourself leaving earth and leaving the eastern seaboard and uh then it opens up into a very futuristic um looking dining experience where you're looking out through these massive really big windows like floor to ceiling windows um and you and you're watching earth and you're watching spacemen space walk away and and man we had it we had a good time I would agree. Uh, the space elevator is is a family con- concept that is f- really familiar to our family. Yes, because we've all watched the documentary with Jake. And, and for years, I've talked about space elevators. So yeah. when this came out, I was Jake like, has this some is great. real sciency friends <laughs> who are kind of in that aerospace, you know, world, and they might be the next inventors of the space elevator. Well, I mean, I just, I think the whole concept of Space 220 is really cool. The atmosphere is really cool. The food is usually really, really pretty good. Oh, wait a minute. Let's rewind. Because we had a major advantage. We booked this reservation through the lounge. The main dining, it's a prefix menu. And it's like 55 bucks for an adult. And we did that the first time. We did it the first time. But you didn't like it, And you get three courses. It's like way too much food. Like we truly do not need two appetizers, two entrees, and two desserts for yeah. the two of us. Yeah. That is like so much food for us, right? And we don't need to spend fifty five dollars each. Mm-hmm. And I don't even mind spending money, but I'm like that is just too much. So the the move towards the prefix menus, I don't like. Yeah, it. we haven't we haven't really liked that. Um, this time though, when we had our choice. Yeah, so we were in this bonus zone. It wasn't the actual lounge, so we weren't on the short like bar tables. It was like short kind of loungy tables. We were down a little farther. We were still up in the the upper level, but we were on regular height tables. And we could order off the prefix menu or off the lounge menu. We were right on the rail where we could see the big windows and stuff. It was really a good great place kind of felt like a mistake we were getting away with you know i know but they were like hey you can order any of the entrees whether they're on the prefix or the non-prefix and we're like this is amazing we like double check we're like are you sure yeah Yeah, so (laughs) we ended up getting just like tons of appetizers yeah because we we chose them from the lounge menu and then we chose them from the prefix lunch or dinner menu right and that worked out great yeah it was good i love myself a mean chicken and waffle Oh yeah, that was good. Chicken and I think um, Laurel had a specialty cocktail. She did. She got like a carrot cocktail or something. Yeah. 
she she was kind of wearing her carrot bound. She was wearing carrot themed clothing, and yeah, it was very on on <laughs> yeah. brand for her. Who was? I have an adorable <laughs> photo of her in her carrot top or whatever, and her carrot drink. It was great. She says, "I'm a carrot with a carrot drink." Yeah. yeah. It's a fun place to eat. I think um, I'm 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 throwing down magic. Of course. Yeah, I'm giving it a magic, but with the disclaimer that unless you can eat a lot and validate that $55 in the prefix menu, try to get a lounge reservation. Because even just the appetizers, if you don't get lucky like we did, we're, we're fine. You know, um, the lounge menu itself is fine. Yeah, but you can't order off the lounge menu unless you're in the lounge. Right, so I'm saying if you know if you if you don't want to do the prefixed menu, don't let that deter you from no. And but here's the deal: it's a really a harder reservation to get if you want the dining prefix. But you can even do walk up and get the lounge. Yeah, you can because there's like a bar. You can go like sit at the bar. Yeah. I think exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's a great way to get in. Um, if you just want to get in and and, and see what see what it's all about, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Walk, were you saying that the appetizers from the lounge menu were really good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, I agree. we're good. I agree. I'm giving it a magic, even on my second time around. I think the food is good. I think so, too. And the space elevator. Zach, did you already say? Oh, you already said. It's always yeah, in it was, Jake's it's, heart. It's, it's, tough, it's tough to not say that's a magical yeah. experience. So, yeah, space elevator, can't go wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. now we're going to travel all the way to a different county. Yes, we are. And we're heading into the animal kingdom, and we're going to go to Tiffin. Tiffin's. Tiffin's. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. One, two, three, four, I've, I've just caught the Tiffin because, you know, as a kid, going to the Tiffin room at ZCMI. Was that your local? That was that was a thing for local me. Local place? That's where my mom and my grandma used to take me. Mm. The Tiffin room. So there's this now the Tiffins, which. Anywhere oh that mom and grandma take you. <laughs> you you know? That's just one of those things where you just say it's so matter of fact that we're going to the Tiffin room. I thought that's what it was called. No, I actually just call it the Tiffin room because of a child of childhood memories. <laughs> Laurel and I refer to it as the Tiffin Room. Yeah, it's actually not called the Tiffin Room. God bless Grandma Della. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and my mom who wanted to go to ZCMI, you know, which is a department store. If you didn't know that, so <laughs> no idea what you're talking. So if about. you want to get yourself over to the Tiffin Room at Animal Kingdom, just don't. Search Tiffin Room. It yeah. won't come it's up. Tiffin's, Tiffin's restaurants. Um, one thing that I think is really unique about the Tiffin's is it's like an art gallery. Yeah. I mean, really cool. the whole like web of power cables and or whatever they were on the wall. That yeah, was super didn't cool. Didn't each like dining room kind of have a theme? Yeah. Yeah. And they were like galleries of specific artists. Yes. Or yeah. of specific countries or so, something. Yeah. Super yeah. cool. One thing I, yeah, that I wanted to point out was, it, you know, that art gallery feel of it. Like, on well, the walls. We, that's interesting you say that because because when we went to Animal Kingdom Lodge and we did a tour with one of the Disney Vacation Club member or guides, um, they told us that Disney World has. The first or the second largest collection of African artifacts outside of Africa. Right. They're either like number one to the Smithsonian or number two right. to the and Smithsonian. Right. And the Smithsonian does borrow their, yeah, their they, art. Yeah, they borrow and, and yeah, lend and they, art between the two institutions. Right. Because those are the two with the most African art out of Africa, which is cool. I think that's yeah, pretty awesome. So that's really fun. But from what I understand, Tiffin's is the restaurant has art. That is 
predominantly like African themed, but it's made by Imagineers. Oh, really? Yeah. So the one, or at least the room we were in, it was an entire room devoted to the art of a of a specific Imagineer. Oh, wow. No. It's fantastic. Yeah, because we dined separately from you and Laurel. Yeah, we, we, we didn't even have a reservation days. going into it. Y'all, yeah. y'all were like, "This was amazing, and you guys should go." And so we were lucky enough to get a reservation the the day before. A walk up? No, not even a walk oh, up. Oh, just a reservation. We 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 decided we were going to Tiffin's because um, we bailed on another restaurant the day before, and we felt bad about it, so we wanted to have like a dinner just us. Mm-hmm. And so we went in, and we're hanging out in our hotel, and we booked Tiffin's. And we were just thankful it was available, you know. It's a really, I mean, we only had like a lot of, we had like a bunch of appetizers. We had that like layered no, We thing. just did the land salad. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was from the land in Epcot, by mm-hmm. the way. This is one of the places, you guys, in Walt Disney World, you can actually order a meal that's made by the the vegetables that are growing in the land pavilion in Epcot. Really cool. Yeah, that's what made me so excited because don't we all wonder, do they really serve that food? Yeah. <laughs> and how much can they really be producing Right, compared yeah. to like how much food yeah. is like shoveled out at right. Walt Disney World every <laughs> <Yeah>. hour? <laughs> right. Um, then the bread plate. Oh, um, the, with the bread different service. Sauce. Yeah, the bread service. That actually was a three-tiered thing and it was really good. It was. It was delicious. It, it had really all these good. different like breads. And then all these different dipping sauces. And they had ones that the server said, oh, this one goes with this. But we tried all different combinations, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, that was Try good. the flatbread with the, the mango chutney. Right. Thing, you know? Yeah. And I rearranged mine the way I wanted them. Remember I changed the dishes. Oh, yeah, on, you did. On the little You're thing. freaky. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think we were all unprepared to go to Tiffin's after we went on the Wild Africa trek. And they took us um, out to that uh, platform and fed us a snack, but it turned out to be like a whole meal. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was so much food and it was so good. It was That was actually one of my favorite meals taste-wise. Yeah. It was really good. Now that can be considered a sit-down. Yeah, that was, was amazing. It wasn't exactly, well, it was table service. They brought it to us at a table. Yeah, and, and it came in the little tiffins, which are, a tiffin is an actual like little metal lunch box. Thing yeah, it was really that cool. are stackable. And just so you know what we're talking about, there's a trek that you can do as a private. It's not totally private. You're with a group, but it's a. It's just like a tour. It's a tour that you get. You and additional. so, yeah, you go out and you um, walk through the the area and um, that has the, like the alligators and stuff, and you're hooked to a line. And so, if you're taking on the on the actual safari adventure, what is it called? The safari, the, the safari, <laughs> and you see people the, out the, there. The Kilimanjaro yeah. safari, yeah, the Kilimanjaro safari. If you if you see people out there doing things, that's you know what they might might be on is that trek. Yeah, and you could cross like rope bridges and stuff. And then there was a break where we got taken to this pavilion. I think they call it a boma. At, yeah, like and a it, raised pavilion platform with like that was literally like in the middle of their animal in sanctuary. the savanna. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's in the savanna, and there was you know just like. Animals taking poops out there, and you know it was just like, yeah. was, and you can watch. It was really intimate with like the whole sen- scenery and everything. But anyway, well, yeah, and if you're on the Kilimanjaro Safari, safari and you pass the, um, and right when you're passing the pool with the uh, little gr- pink birds, flamingos, flamingos the flamingos, <laughs> you'll see that boma. You go, you drive right by it. So that's if you want to see where it is. That's exactly where you drive right by it. 
but you can see it on multiple places on, on the Kilimanjaro Safari. Great food. So we had this reservation for Tiffin's, not knowing we were going to get such an amazing meal. It just said a snack. I just figured like they'd give us like a fruit and like some. Oh, cheese but it was awesome. It was great. <laughs> so we were good. full, but we didn't want to miss. We didn't want to cancel on our reservation. Right. So, so we, we just split went up. a little bit more. Jake and I went, <laughs> and then we found the delicious land salad. The land salad. And I think it even tasted better. I like think it so was fresh delicious. And delicious. It was really good. <laughs> now I'm throwing out that this is way off subject. Just we'll, we'll we'll circle back. Don't worry. Does anybody remember? what the group of flamingos were called a flock no i don't remember either i'm just wondering if you do <laughs> <laughs> but it was something very unique it was something very very unique so um well isn't it a crash of wildebeest i don't know is it a crash yeah there was that was one of my favorite parts was talking to the um the animal what are they called? The trainers or whatever? They're not trainers. They're Oh, it's a flamboyance. That's oh, right. That's why it's flamboyance funny. of flamingo. So as your Kilimanjaro Safari is driving by the flamboyance yes. of flamingos, look to your right and you will see the boma. And over the top of the flamboyance. Maybe right. there's some people there getting a delicious snack. But mm-hmm. to your point, yeah, the, the tour was conducted by uh, husbandry professionals. Oh, husbandry? Yeah, animal husbandry. Okay, yeah. well, they were really fun to talk to and talk about like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they really, knew everything about it. It they, was really they good. Lo- they were animal people. They were good. And that little meal they serve up in that boma was fantastic. And the same one with this is off a little bit, but the Taste of the Savannah. Oh, Savor the Savannah. Savor the Savannah tour. We didn't do on this trip, but we also ate at the exact same boma. And had food on the savers of the Savannah tour. So either of those, you're going to get fantastic meals. Let's do a um, a deep dive episode talking about those tours because they um, were just amazing, and I think that they would be geared toward specific people, and so we could give our. Yeah, they're very on magic that. too. Yeah, they are very, very magic. magic. So, um, awesome. I, I'm gonna even though I didn't eat much at Tiffin's, I thought it was great. I loved it. It was another one of those places where it's like air conditioned and. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're kind of a little bit away from chaos. Well, I did. Anyway. So you're going magic? I like magic for that. I'm going magic too. And one of the reasons also, and I'm hooking it to the nomad because I like them both. And I think they're kind of the same thing for me. Um, they kind of have the same food. You can get kind of the same food at both of them. Um, and I think they're both fantastic. So I'm going magic. Okay. And the nomad, if you do go there, remember, get one that's on the river. And um, those are great because they have the little guys that go by and have music. So that's really fun. So anyways, I'm The magic. flotilla, flotillas, flotillas. Float somethings. They're little um, open pon- pontoon boats. Yeah. With characters. With characters. And there's music, and they're, you know, they're dancing out there and stuff. And they that's come That's probably right my by favorite there. way to see a character mm-hmm. as they like drive by. You don't have to get anywhere <laughs> close to them. They have great little music. <laughs> and then you can just get excited and, and be yeah. like, hey, Donald. Yeah. And wave and get excited. So, yeah, and then it's over. You're overlooking the little river at the Nomad and they come flying by and waving and stuff. It's pretty fun. That's a cool place. <laughs> yeah. That that's why cool. I'm going to say Magic at Nomad and Tiffin Room. Tiffin room. Tiffin room. <laughs> so I, I, there was my favorite part of uh, Tiffin's was there's a display case right when you walk in to the door to the right with sketchbooks, Imagineers sketchbooks that they were taking to Africa to create concept art for the parks, and that was super amazing. But I'm giving this my experience there a mayhem experience. Oh, because 
when we were there, there was at least five to ten minutes of this grandmother watching her toddlers run and giggle around the dining room. Laurel and I almost lost it, and I was like, "It'll it'll be over soon." Like you know, this grandmother's just watching this endearing, and like they're almost these toddlers are almost running into staff members as they're carrying food, and I'm like, "This is gonna end in disaster." And the manager came out and caught the child and said, "No." And that was that was kind of a mayhem experience. And plus, I was getting sick at the time. Oh, I was I was feeling like I was coming down with a cold. And so that whole experience was tainted by the fact that there was running to toddlers in an art gallery. And I was I was feeling sick. But, you know, toddlers. All right. So Zach goes mayhem. I go mayhem. But it was a really it was great. And the food was awesome. Those moments happen. Nothing against the restaurant. We're going to go to the skipper canteen. We're moving over to the to the Magic Kingdom. Okay, I got to like qualify what was happening. On this day when we went to the Skipper Canteen, we were getting on into our trip. It had been halfway through the trip. We got up early. We rope dropped Animal Kingdom. We went on the Wild Africa Trek. We ate at Tiffin's. You did some other stuff. It was hot. It was thunderstorming. Then we went to the Magic Kingdom for the extended hours. And we got one of the last reservations at the Skipper Canteen. Mm-hmm. So, Which isn't super late, but I think it was like 830 and we were all pretty punch drunk. We were, we were pretty wiped out. I, I'm going to throw it out there. We've been to the Skipper Canteen multiple times before. This particular time, the the wait person did not have any good jokes for us. No, in fact. Um, and that's part of the magic. I know. Because they're like, are they retired skippers? Is that the gig? Is that what no, they're supposed to be? No, I don't think be? so. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like some of them have been skippers, like actual skippers on the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, well, they're CMs that were previously skippers. I, you know what? I'm going to have to say that my food wasn't fantastic at this time. You know, um, I've been there and I've been, I've loved it. So this is where we go back to, we've done it before and had a great time. This time wasn't. And we were kind of all worn out. You were right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say for me, it was a maybe not. Oh, maybe not. You're I'm not, not even throwing down mayhem. It's I'm just not, maybe not because you know what? There wasn't really crazy mayhem. The food was meh, and it was, you know what? I didn't get a good joke from from the wait staff. I even told her a joke that one of the wait staff told me on a previous trip. Well, let's just face it; she was tired. She was. We were seated next to the bathroom. Yeah, that was disgusting. And we were sitting next to a table whose wait. Waiter was obviously dropping bombs because they yeah. were they were blowing up <laughs> laughing, and we were sitting there telling our our waitress jokes after joke. We're like hitting her with 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 one liners, and you could tell she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go back to work now." <laughs> right? I felt like we were cornering her. Uh, yeah, I mean, I even gave her the hey, why do ducks have tail feathers? Cover their quack. And, you know, I heard that from a skipper canteen wait staff person. And I don't know. I'm, a, I'm actually giving it a maybe not. Well, it was, we were seated, okay, by the bathroom in the very back room. So we weren't in the big open air front mm-hmm. area. And then it was mm-hmm. humid and sticky back there. And it just felt all gross and stagnant. And then our server felt gross and stagnant, I think. (laughs) And it was late. And there was a lot of boisterous people going back and forth from the bathroom. 
It was mayhem. I thought it was mayhem. And then we started laughing really hard and we couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. Because we were, we just were like, you're not going to tell jokes to us? Fine. So we started telling jokes to each other. And we were really (laughs) tired because that was the day that we were just really worn out. Yeah. Because we had a big. We rope dropped, uh, we rope dropped Animal Kingdom, you know. We had that wild Africa trek. We went to and we switched hotels. Tiffin room. Oh God, I forgot about that. We did right. switch hotels. We did the valet so. with our luggage and switched hotels, and we got to there. And so it wasn't we ready. were staying at the boardwalk for the first half of the trip, and so we could be by those parks, Hollywood Studios and Epcot. And then we moved because Jake wanted to try out uh, Bay Lake and mm-hmm. be close for to be picked up for fishing and go to Magic Kingdom, and it was kind of a disaster to move. Mid-trip. I don't yeah. know if I would do that again. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know a lot of people like to do those split stays, but I mean, I don't know. I think that... Maybe um, if it was just you and I, it wouldn't be like such a big deal. I mean, not that you guys were bad sports about it, but we could tell it was like pretty trying. I think, I think specifically lot, yeah. because it was like our room wasn't ready when we got there and it was yeah. late. So it was like, and we were going to go to Magic Kingdom. For the extended hours. And we knew that that was going to be a big day. Yeah. You know? We did. We knew that was the biggest day because we got in. But we did. We When we got in, we thought that the room was going to be, you know, I mean, it was like 3.30 or 4, right? Yeah. I and think our room wasn't least. ready until late. And I don't know. And our, so our luggage didn't get there. So anyway. And it was. We were tired. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And then we went we just, to late hours at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So it was one of those times. So maybe it was a mayhem. Maybe not. Yeah, okay. It was pretty mayhem for me. <laughs> Okay. All right. Even the food was unremarkable. I don't have any idea what I ate. Yeah, so me neither. Uh, then, and so I know we've we've kept it to to parks, but moving over to a resort because we were at Bay Lake, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw that this was a sit down that we did. Steakhouse 71. We did. I'm going to throw down. It's, I'm going to call it a DVC sit table service. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we were staying in DVC Disney Vacation Club the tower and they're all basically like condos. So you have, right. We had um, a two bedroom. Yeah. We had a two bedroom. So you have like a studio with some dining. No, what do you guys have over there? Like a little kitchen, you know, a little uh, mini fridge and microwave and some plates. And, okay. And then like a living room, full kitchen and then a bedroom. So a lot right. of space. And the dining room area is a big dining room table and everything. It's really nice. So separately, we both ordered takeout from Steakhouse 71, mm-hmm. which is the sit-down steakhouse that's over at uh, Contemporary Resort. Mm-hmm. And that's where Bay Lake is attached to, is Contemporary. Right. And so Leslie orders the kids' meal filet mignon. Which was like only like $14. Right. And it said four-ounce filet. And I was like, well, truly, they're not going to serve like a crappy cut of meat to you know somebody's kid and try to pass it off as a filet are they Mm, right no and then i'm ordering it like takeaway so they don't know if we're ordering for kids right and so i ordered the 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 standard filet which was i think six ounces or yeah it said six ounces and um we go get it i paid full price which is like 35 40 yeah so i paid like 35 or 4 dollars you're at the 15 dollar meal we get it back up to our table service room, which is in our, in our own room, right? <laughs> and um, we spread it out, and I'm like, oh, my God, your steak is the exact same as mine. <laughs> um, so I had one side and a steak the exact same as yours, and yours is 
obviously a fantastically cooked fillet because Steakhouse 71 has great steaks. They were good. It Even really takeout good. steaks yeah. were delicious. So they pulled it. We were right there. We took them back to our room. Mine, I opened it up. It was a great medium rare. Um, yours was a fantastic medium. Mm-hmm. It was uh, perfectly temp- temperature cooked. You paid 15 bucks. And, and so I got potatoes and a steak. I got the steak. Potatoes, grapes, and a bottle of water. Yeah, <laughs> for fifteen dollars, and we, it was the, it's the best deal in the resort. <laughs> it really was. It really was a really good. It's deal. It's so good that um, we had some family members go to Disney World like um, just a few weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh, be sure to get the kids' meal fillet." Right. Takeaway from Contemporary. Yeah, takeaway because from if they, Steakhouse Seventy One, they won't serve it to you if you're not a kid, but they don't know if you're going to your room, and I'm throwing it out there that. I think we're just feeding the kids. We're getting a bunch. Of, we're getting a bunch <laughs> of kids right. meals. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I was trying to convince Laurel at the time. I'm like, I think you should just get the because they have a, f- a kids fillet of fish as well. Oh yeah, and she's a, a fish gal, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so I was like, you should get that. That's so cheap, and I, I bet it'll be good. And um, yeah, we kind of came back around, and you're like, I ordered the kids meal. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and was... uh, I can't remember what we got, but I had a nice. I had a nice steak. I can't remember what she got, but I had a nice steak with chimichurri sauce, and it was nice. It's pretty good. It's really delicious, but yeah. yeah so that, just for that whole situation with the kids' meal and how I feel like I got a good deal. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's a magic. And plus, getting it getting it to go was awesome because when I went down there to pick up the food, it was horribly crowded, and I was by that time of the trip, I was just kind of like getting over the crazy, yeah, crazy crowds, you know. Yeah, you start to get weary. And Mary. so that's why it was really nice to have our, our like condo hotel. Oh yeah, because we had yeah, a lot of space. Bedroom. We yeah. weren't on top of each other, and we could just get our takeout and mm-hmm. relax. Yeah. And, and we really had nice. a view of Magic Kingdom, so we yeah. watched the fireworks that night. Oh, because so we were fun. in early. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we watched the fireworks over the top of Space Mountain. Yeah, that was cool. It was it cool. Was beautiful. Yeah. Yep. So one final restaurant that Jake and I ate at on this trip that was a sit down was Sanaa at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was really good. We even took takeout. We did. Yeah. It was and we ate the takeout the next so day. So it's too. like an African inspired uh restaurant and it has a lot of flavors of like curry, like I don't know, really the like really strong flavors. Yeah, it did. But like it, lentily curry flavors. Yeah, doll. Mm-hmm, doll. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, but it was it was really delicious. Our server was amazing. There's the server knows what has onions and what doesn't. Oh yeah, she did. <laughs> she was all on top of your problem. With I your know. Onions. And then um, <laughs> view of like giraffe and like a yeah they have a, zebra their own, I think and like yeah it was they cool. have their own savanna over there. Yeah, it's separate from the one at Animal Kingdom, but it's you know the restaurant looks right out there and you can see all kinds of animals and enjoy a nice meal over there so i'd yeah. say that was that was a good hit it was magic cool. I, yeah that was a magic for me too that was really cool it sounds like y'all enjoyed it yeah and there was a these two couples that were there disneying together remember and they were they were bounding yes and they were great well one of them he was wearing the guy was wearing like he had a matching shirt and short combo outfit it's like a tiki wear outfit kind of right do you know what i'm talking <laughs> yeah, about I do. but it was Kind of a pattern that looked like the Epcot ball, and then his wife had a matching dress. Right, so they were the Epcot ball. It <laughs> <laughs> was great. Which I didn't pick up on at first, but I was chatting with them, and then I'm like, "Whoa, the pattern! That's really cool." 
it's like Starburst. And he's like, it's the Epcot ball. <laughs> oh, yes, it, <laughs> yes, is. yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Yes, it is the Epcot ball. And then the other guy was Darth Vader. Yeah, they and were like the dark other side. one was... The... She had a, like a Darth Vader kind of bound. Oh. And he was just wearing black, I think. Mm. They were dark side. Yeah. Not as good as the Epcot ball. Not as good as the Epcot ball. (laughs) (laughs) Bounding as the Epcot ball. Right. That was funny. All right. Anything else you guys need to say about dining? I think for this particular trip. Yeah. I mean, we could go on like other restaurants, our favorites and everything else. But I think that's for another that's for another time. Yeah. Again, we really appreciate your listening to us. And if you like our show, please subscribe to it. Like share rate give us some ratings i heard that will get us out there so more people can hear us we like to talk but we'd also like to talk to someone and get some feedback because we want people to share their stories of magic and mayhem in the parks like zach mentioned earlier um you can reach out to us if you have a story to share um if it's really awesome maybe you need to come on and be a special guest yeah email us some mayhem too that's what i want to hear too some of your mayhem stories totally because there's lots of magic Yep. Oh, this is true. But there's lots of people with, oh, I love that. I love that. And it's so magical. But I also actually want to hear you've fallen down (laughs) or your kid pooped in the parking lot or something. You know, something (laughs) great and funny. Or they did it on the boats in Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know. Something funny. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. So that's a a great example of story. So email us at magicandmayhempod at gmail.com and find us on Facebook and Instagram at magicandmayhempod. You can send us a message there or, um, you know, tag us, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. However it works. You know social media. Hit us up. Hit us up. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, Zach. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for loving to eat and tolerating my annoying um, desire to just order appetizers for my entree. (laughs) Well, that's okay. Unless you want to share. That's okay. (laughs) All right. Have a good one, everybody. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. Our podcast is brought to you by Integrated Tax. If you're looking for a firm that will focus on your individual tax preparation needs and always treat you like a client who matters, look no further. Integrated Tax is a firm that is large enough to offer a full range of professional tax preparation services, but small enough to give you the individual attention you deserve. For more information, visit integrated.tax or find the link in the show notes. Thanks, Integrated Tax.